Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Tampa, Florida. It's time for Tampa Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Tampa Business Radio. Stone Payton, Lee Cantor here with you this afternoon. Lee, you're in for a real treat. I've been trying to put this one together for some time, as our guests will know and remember, but uh, this is going to be a fantastic segment. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast leader, speaker, goodwill ambassador, the prize fighter, Christy Sobel. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, we're excited, Christy. And before we get too far into things, can you share a little bit about your work? How are you serving folks? Well, I'm the prize fighter, and I always tell people when they they hear me say that, they think I climb into a ring and somebody beats me up or I beat them up. But um, prize means life. Fighter means a comeback. And I think everybody has a story. And how we get through our own story is climbing into a ring almost every day, taking the hits and getting up and keep doing it. So I teach people how to do just that. And then so you do this through one-on-one coaching or group coaching. How do you um, kind of serve these people? I do it for, well, in groups. I do a lot of events. I do one-on-ones. Um, I'm an advocate for many people, but my biggest way is is just through all of the public speaking that I do, and I take situations and I show you how you can get through it and how you can be stronger and better with it. Now, part of your offering is a 10-step program, is that right? Yes, it is. So can you share some of the steps and how does how it works? Sure. Um the, the Prize Fighter 10 Step Program is pretty easy. When I came up with it, um, I was given just a few months to live, and I had to figure out what I was going to do to make it um, and get down the road a ways. And so I had to restart life all over again. So I put together these 10 steps, and they're pretty simple. And we do it all the time, but we forget a lot of steps along the way. So the first one is see it, second, be it, third, know it, fourth, achieve it, fifth, move it, sixth, push it, seventh is become it, eighth, believe it, nine, live it, ten, recognize it. And recognize it is going back through and making sure you're doing all the steps um, when you go to 10, you go back through and go back to one. But each of these takes you through different parts of how to get back into the game of life when you find yourself in an up-down up, situation and um, you don't know what decisions to make. And um, if you see it, what is your purpose? What are you trying to get? And then be it. Um, you You need to take something and try to put it together as a puzzle and you and you do that by looking at all of your options so that when you're putting it together can you see yourself being it know it you have to know it in your soul if you're going to ever achieve anything you better know it down deep so do your homework do everything that you have to so that you know this is what you want without a shadow of a doubt 
in each one of these steps, I go through this and I help you see the challenges in this and how you can overcome them. The biggest thing is we all face fear and fear controls us. And in the in um, the eighth step, I teach people how to make a list of all the things that you never, ever want to do. And then every day, do one thing off of that list. And it empowers you. It's usually not as bad as you thought. It pushes you beyond your borders. And it shakes you up where you're not living in the comfortable. You should always be uncomfortable. Because that means you're moving forward. And that's your next step. So... It, it was very, very difficult to do when I was in each one of these steps, but it's the only way I found life again. And usually once you get through each of these steps and you can't cheat, if you just say you achieved it, you find yourself stuck in it. Now, can you... It's sh- pretty simple. It's, it's, it uh, sounds simple on paper. It doesn't sound simple in real life when you're trying to do each of those steps. But can you share a little bit about your backstory? How did you get to this point? Well, I was in a pretty bad car accident in 2006. How, and, how old uh, were you then? Excuse me? How old were you then? I was a young pup. Let's just put it that way. I was in my 30s. And I was um, just about to give birth to my little girl. And when the car hit me uh, from behind, it crushed my L4-5 disc, um, killed my little girl, and I had to go in for surgery. And um, we had an artificial disc implanted into my back. And when I woke in recovery, um, my head and body didn't feel attached. And at that moment, I knew the life that I had before was forever gone. Um, everything was catastrophic. Everything started failing. Um, my heart started going into arrhythmias. It was, it was pretty bad. And um, they stabilized me. They couldn't figure out what was wrong, and they sent me home. And um, in my quest, um, oh, in the case of a year, in the, in the time frame of a year, I was losing weight. I couldn't um, eat. I couldn't control certain bladder bowels. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot, a lot of pain in the abdominal area, um, stomach issues. My back was still killing me. And um, I got a tip that a doctor said, you know, you need to speak to the people at the Mayo Clinic, go see them. And so anyway, I sent my information to them. They accepted me. And then I was diagnosed with autonomic neuropathy about a year after um, the surgery. And I was 80 pounds, bald, and um, they, they gave me about two months to live. And um, for me, that was... Um, Wow. <laughs> um, it was it was a moment that you I knew that I was dying. Um, you just know it when you're when you're trying everything in your world to stay on this planet and keep moving ahead and you're slipping backwards. 
you know that there's something pretty severely wrong. Um, but on my drive home, I sat at a red light and I said um, to myself, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to fight or do you want to just end it? And honest to God, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So when the light turned green, I gunned it, I gunned it for a cement column. And just before impact, I started screaming, I want to live. And that was my aha moment of my conviction of what I wanted to do. And um, I went home, researched the illness, and um, then I sought out the expert doctor that said if the device came into the United States, what it was capable of doing. And he was dead on. And it took me a couple of weeks to get a hold of him. And once I did, he said, I'm so sorry. There's nothing I can do. Good luck. So all 80 pounds balled, boarded an airplane, flew out, sat on his doorstep and said, if I'm going to die, you're going to watch me. And from that moment forward is when I came up with the Prizefighter 10-step program in the sense of I figured each step out as I started down the path. And I just started moving forward from there. So for me, um, I had to learn how to live all over again. Um, the basics that were very simple and you don't think twice about doing, I had to learn how to do again. I had to learn how to function outside of my apartment. Um, just becoming a person again after losing everything that I did. Um, and starting a whole new life. And that was, that was the moment that, um, I knew that I could never turn back on. And once I started down that path, I got many doctors all over the world to join as a team and help me, um, in this incurable illness. There are many from the medical industry, but also, um, other industries. And I was blessed in, in so many ways that I got to try many things that um, are still in case studies, still in trials, that helped me immensely. And um, which a lot of it is from their help, from my help, from a lot of, a lot of prayers, I made a comeback. I had less than 1% chance of survival and um, zero chance at a comeback, and here I am, still fighting away. Um, I found myself back in the game and doing a lot of public speaking, having um, a great feel of where I was. I I was looking at a national TV show and um, a book, and in March, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so my world stopped again. And um, we got through it. But every time these big events happen, you reorganize your entire life and you figure out, you know, what's in it that is the right move? What's the wrong move? What can you do different? But that's in everybody's life. And everyone has these moments of change and how do you adapt and how do you move forward? And so the scariest thing, I think, is fear of the unknown. And so I learn as much as I can about 
as many things as I can applying to this and knowing what my fears are and what I can do to control that. Um, but through this whole process, um, it was, it was, um, I always say that Christie ended and a new Christie began. And I think that's like everybody. We change as we grow. And um, sometimes we go through big transitions when um, things seem the calmest. Um, and when we go through really traumatic situations, we rely on the things that we built through the years. And so sometimes we're prepared or sometimes we're not. So this is really out of a dire situation. And um, and so as I went through it, like I said, these are the 10 steps that I learned and I put together. And once again, when I had everything fall apart in March, I pulled out my books and I went back to the basics. And I was able to apply it to everything and keep it moving. And that's the neat thing about it. Now, Christy, before all of these um, things started happening to you, what was your life like before the accident? What were you up to and like your childhood and, and leading up to that that, that uh, helped you become so strong to withstand all of this? Well, I grew up on a ranch. I rodeoed um, for 14 years. I was one of those kids that was on every team possible. I grew up in a town of 300 people. And um, so everybody knew knew everybody. But um, I played every sport, basketball, volleyball, tr ran track, um, you name it, flag football. And like I said, I rodeoed. And then um, I, you know, became a team Colorado, traveled around, did all of that, did well in nationals. Uh, went to college, got my degree in speech communication, my minor in sociology. And from there, um, I'm not a wallflower. I love to be a part of things. I love challenges. I love pushing myself and seeing, you know, if I can do things. And um, as much as I love that, um I am somebody that likes to figure things out on my own. So I'm, I'm always moving forward and depending upon myself to try to make things happen for myself and not depending on somebody else to do that. So on a ranch, you don't have a lot of things to entertain you. So you're the one that has to have the creative mind and um, figure things out and have some fun as a kid. But um, I think that's that's kind of where you are when, you know, when you grow up on a ranch is you are out there seeking things to do. And um, that's a strong family gave me a great base and a foundation and um, helped me establish who I wanted to be. And that's the wonderful thing about it. So I, I had a very diverse background. Um, then I found that there was a need for a few years, um, the end of the 90s, beginning of 2000s, I saw a need for um, multifunctional purses. 
not like a fanny pack, but something that can go around the waist or over the shoulder or across your body or use as a clutch and built a company out of it. And it became one of those things that um, I created one by hand and women would stop me and ask me, where could you, they purchased one and um, I would make them. And from that, I grew to three manufacturers, one in the U.S. and two in other countries. And um, then I was able to sell. And, um, and, and then I became a spokesperson for Kids Wish, Make-A-Wish. And so I was always in the industry and always looking for the next thing. So that's kind of how I, I became... Um, I guess the prize fighter in this whole this whole process. Now it must be so rewarding to make the impact that you're making now. I know it's challenging and you're having to go through all of this kind of turmoil internally and medically, but to know that uh that you're out there inspiring others to help them get through this it must be rewarding. It is. Um I think the biggest thing and and the most rewarding is when people come up to you and they sit down and they just start talking and things fall out of them that they would never tell somebody else. And I feel such honored and um, extremely blessed. And I think that when you, when doing what I love to do has opened the door for people to not only ask for help, but maybe unload what they're going through onto somebody to bounce something off of them. And and for it to be me, I take that so seriously and um, I, I don't take it lightly whatsoever. And so helping people find their way is such an incredible gift that I've been bestowed and I, I, yeah, I would have to say it's the most rewarding thing. It doesn't feel like work ever, um, helping somebody through something. Now, what can we do to help you? What do you need more of right now? The biggest thing is going to my website, uh, Christy at Laneige, um, or Christy Sobel Hope.com. Um, have you go there, check it out. Um, you can hire me for any of your events. I do um, all kinds of public speaking. I do also um, master of ceremonies, um, a lot of different things like that. So I've spoken at the Republican convention and the Democrat convention. So just to, you know, if, if there's any events out there that people need, Keynote speakers, I am available for um, any kind of um, charities that are looking for someone to speak on on behalf of the charities. I do a lot of that as well. So just more of the speaking events and um, opportunities to help the charities out there that are giving back. To other to others is something that I enjoy being a part of, um, and then um, this coming fall, we hope to have the Prize Fighter TV show ready to go. 
So I would love for people to watch the show and um, let us know what you think about it. So that's kind of where we're at in this whole process. Well, Christy, hang in there. Congratulations for all your success. And you are making a big impact in the world and you're inspiring others to keep moving forward, which is, I think, at the heart of everything that you're doing. And if they wanted to learn more, that's Christy with a K, K K-R-I-S-T-Y, Sobel, S-O-B-E-L, Hope, H-O-P-E dot com. Christy, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you. 